we're live. Boys, how are we? Yeah. Tech Tank, you are incredibly giddy today. What's going on? <laughs> Do you know what it is, Jamie? I've got the World Cup winning team in front of me. Is that, is it's that not your birthday, is? is it? It's, it's not your birthday, no, no. is it? No. Uh, I've got yeah, the World Cup gonna... winning team, and I've just... And do you know what's perked me up even more? Fucking Jimmy's cardigan, I can see it in full <laughs> fucking view. <laughs> Have you gone Christmas comedy there? Go ahead, stand it's up, not Christmas. It it, it's, it's very much looks Christmas, but it's not It's not a Christmas cardy. That's a Christmas uh, cardy. When I say looks, Christmas wasn't the word I was thinking. It was fucking bad. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like from Scandinavia, isn't it? It's one of them little... Oh, can I, mate? What? What? Jesus fucking Christ! Oh my God! Close. I mean, they were close. You know, <laughs> just the opposite sides of the world. Uh, Jim, give us a twirl there, lad. I can't see. Go on. Oh, that's oh, Christmas. Oh my God! It's worse. It's actually what colored. There's colours at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I mean that lad. Yeah, it's junky knit right, it. season, guys. Yeah, um, it's a Christmas jumper, though. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it can pass. I'll give you that. I did think that when I pulled it out. I thought, oh, they're going to say, I do have Christmas jumpers and they do look very similar, but, you know, give or take. Uh, lads, I was in the WhatsApp group this morning. Well, it was going about me the daily business, as I normally do, Monday morning, sorting out my week and whatever. And then our WhatsApp group turned into, it was like I was in a WhatsApp group with Alan Titchmarsh this morning. You two fucking comparing gardens, Tank on his tractor. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, Tank, you were giving the lawn the last cut before the winter, you were telling us. Yeah, a little winter cut, mate. And I thought, you know, when I was doing it, I just thought of my fucking special cardigan friend jimmy i thought i'm gonna leave him a message here. Mate, if you're, you know if what you're... i nearly broke down as i was leaving it i don't have to do two takes you know i'd have loved it if your tractor broke down as you were giving me grief i'd have fucking i'm like kevin keegan i'd have loved it <laughs> do you know what do you know what's funny do you know what's funny i don't think i've ever seen tank as happy as when he's on that tractor it's because he's away from the missus isn't he he's got a bit of time place. to himself you, you it love it it's my special place yeah, whenever whenever you're in the best form, you've always you've always been around that tractor. So I think the the petition should just maybe be we should keep, do the podcast from it. Keep him on the tractor. The podcast. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, right. So football lads. Uh, before we dive into the meteor topics, because there's been a few uh, over the last week. Tank, you must have been delighted with Forest. Good win, and I, I think now I think you've one win away from Bournemouth, who are, I think in fourteenth place. So a lot can change very quickly. Listen, I said this from day dot. Forrest are going to need time to get all of these plays gelled together. And the World Cup coming, I think, is only going to benefit Forrest again. I think the last... You know, you look at Forrest's last five results, they're really good, you know? Yeah. They're really good. They picked, up, I think the they picked like a draw-up away at Brighton. Um, a couple of beat Liverpool. Obviously, um, who did they beat? They beat Palace. They Palace, beat uh, yeah. Spurs in the Cup. A little bit of momentum's building. The last five results have been really, really good. And I'm fucking buzzing. What do you put it down to? It's just a team gelling. I mean, we all went on about how many signings that they had, and they did make many, many signings. But I, I always felt that they made some good signings as well. Gibbs White, for me, is, I, I really, really like this kid. I think, you know, forget the price tag. This kid, he's, he's got that little bit of fucking je ne sais quoi about oh, him. Jesus he's got it, and he's like... <laughs> what have you had this morning? He's definitely had a bang, lad. He's had his end away. He's fucking flying. You, have you had a bit this morning, Tank? Is the, you and the missus, like, why, why are you so sprightly today? No, fucking just... Listen, he's had a wine. He's, 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 he's had some. 
Listen, Forrester flying, Liverpool are winning, the horses are winning. It's fucking good. And it's crypto's, crypto's up. Fucking on the crypto's up. flying. You wouldn't believe the amount of people we've had that are like, is everything all right with Tank? Like, is what's going on with his Twitter profile? Like, all of a sudden, he's fucking coming out with these uh, these trick crypto tips. That's but, it, lad. To be fair, you were telling me about it, weren't you? You're you're mad into it. I've been into it for like two years now, mate. I just never really were like just kept it to myself a little bit, but I got I got approached by um Can you go back to that? <laughs> <laughs> I got approached by um like a top fella who's in the who's in the space and just said to me, Look, we wouldn't mind you getting involved. A top fella and who's in space, Elon. He's in <laughs> that's what you can't say in that space. So sorry, he's sorry. like he's a bit of a genius and and he's asked me to get on board with his current his uh, new token what they're launching next year and it's exciting times to be honest. So yeah. Fair play to you, mate. Uh, Jim, what uh, what what are you into? Like, you know, Tank's got his crypto and his horses. Like, you're you're a golf man, bit of a bit of I'm a golf golfer. Man. Yeah, I'm a golfer, yeah. but um, that's what. And I'm asking I'm... you this like I don't know, and I haven't been. No, I know. <laughs> you, you know what I was going to say <laughs> pretty much every day for the last 14 years. But yeah, golf for me at the minute is my big passion. I love it. Fucking do it through work. It's great. Oh, we are. Why are we vibrating? Who's turned know. on? Why are we? No, my phone's in there, in the in the other room. Sounds like there's an echo coming from you, Jim. There's a what? An echo. Oh, a what? <laughs> uh, try again there, Jim. Go on. How's it going there, lad? All yeah, right. we're back now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I love it. So, getting to play more. I've got a sore neck and back, though, but I'm not sure what from. I think it might be carrying this podcast to them at record-breaking numbers, you know. <laughs> Do you know what? I was waiting for him to get that in. <laughs> You've done well. Wait, I, was right. I mean, I was sort of that in the shower, and I thought, oh, can't wait for him to ask me how I am. I said, I've got a sore neck and back. And then you never even fucking asked me to do tank-bombing cryptocurrency in Elon Musk. <laughs> tell you what. Fair play to you, though, Jim. Yeah, for those that, that don't know, I uh, sent on a graph of the podcast numbers to the lads there the other day, and we, we'd had a, just about a year off, I think, or six months off anyway in, in 2021, and then the numbers have, have gone through the roof, and we're now better than ever, and Jimmy has taken sole responsibility for that, aren't you, Jim? Sole stats credit. Don't lie. Right Hashtag stats <laughs> don't lie. So, uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a clever segue from stats into Cristiano Ronaldo, but I actually can't think of one. So, Tank, I want to talk to you about Cristiano Ronaldo because, uh, yeah, it, it's been a it's been a strange uh, turn of events. Well, not strange because it's exactly the type of thing that you could imagine him doing, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I suppose it doesn't become any less shocking when you see that he's basically laid everything on the line. He's ripped everyone in the vicinity, so club manager. Uh, Pretty much anyone that he could throw uh, throw weight towards or shade towards, he he's done that. I mean, we we spoke last week, or, or it might have been the week before last, talking about him being badly treated by United, and I, I still agree with with that point. But this isn't a good look for him, is it? No, he's fucked up. My, but he's not fucked up because he's meant it. So it's not as you know. He, he, this is all. It's a shit house way as well, by the way, and. I think it shows what type of character he is because mm. he's done this when he's joining up with his national team. Do you know what I mean? He should have... He, Said I it think he, he, he's yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I think he... ran away, hasn't he? 
<laughs> yeah, he's like he's dropped a bomb and like just like well I'll see you in fucking a month whatever when it's going to be the January transfer window and he's not going to be there because it's impossible for him to go back. But you should have done this early on in the season. I thought he was treated shocking to be honest with you by United and the manager. He was outstanding for them last season. Top goal scorer, fucking won them many games, many points. But we said on this podcast before the season started, he should have been allowed to say thanks, but no thanks. Go and join another club. But they've left it and it's kind of like, this is United's own doing, but what he's done is, for me, is fucking just scandalous. He's threw everyone under the bus, hasn't he? To it's even it, go yeah. down to the fucking chef. Yeah, yes. I've seen the chef. Still the same <laughs> chef. Fucking hell, what have I done? Imagine, imagine if you're the chef there getting up in the morning, Sky Sports News comes on and then all of a sudden he's... Hey, all I'm doing is cooking some chickens and fucking exactly. hell, what do you want me to do? I mean, yeah. you're spitting in his food if he comes back, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no way. Like, Baron Green back in his pasta. There's, oh, there's, uh, there's, there's no way back for him, Jim, is there? No, he's, uh, and he's known what he's done. Look, I, he's done what he's done, and he's the way he's done it is not is is horrendous. It's and what Tank said is is basically you know said it and ran off to the World Cup hoping to come back and be gone by by the first of January because they'll start the. They'll start the ball rolling now if they can. Um, I mean, in theory, if he's that pissed off, then if they just cancel his contract and he agrees not to be paid up, everyone wins, don't they? But he's not going to do that. He's going to want his money. United are going to want it. So it's a diff- still in a difficult place. But as I said on Twitter, my biggest issue in this is he's done the fucking interview with Piers Morgan. And yeah. Piers Morgan is just as big a bellend as him. So now he's fucking on cloud nine because he's got this world exclusive that everyone's talking about. I do it with anyone, anyone but him. And that's what... Piers Morgan <laughs> and the... So- I didn't realise he'd released the, the exclusive yeah. as well to the, the son. son. Could you well, have like, a worse he... combination there? No, no. I mean, it's it's fucking... It, that, that is the biggest... And that is putting right down in my mind. Not what he said. Look, you know, you can get pissed off and say stuff and be really... And he was treated badly. But who you say it to? And if you're fucking mates with Piers Morgan, then you're a bell end to me. And it's uh, it's it's certainly certainly gone down in my estimation. Who touches him now? I was just going to say to you, Tank, that was my next question is, I think, is there an element here? And he was unbelievable in terms of numbers, right? Uh, last season. But when you look at the games that he started... And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. And for the record, I think he's had an absolute stinker. I do think United, like we've we've said many times, treated him poorly and it could have all been avoidable, right? But if I'm going to play devil's advocate here and I'm going to look at it and say, okay, um, Ten Hag made him captain against Aston Villa. He brought him back into the team after he'd spat his dummy out. Not a lot of managers would do that. But he brought him back into the team, made him captain. But... He hasn't delivered on the pitch when he's been given opportunities. And Manchester United do not look as good as a football team. So I think what's being forgotten about in all of this is Ten Hag has a job to get the best out of Manchester United, not protect Cristiano Ronaldo's brand. So is there an element here, Tank, where I don't want to say he's got ideas above his station because it's Cristiano Ronaldo and he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. So if there was ever someone to have those ideas above the station, he would be well within his rights. But... You know, his his powers aren't what they once were. He's not been performing on the pitch. So who is going to take a punt on him now? See, you're probably to nail on the head there, uh, Jamie, because if this was Cristiano Ronaldo of three, four years ago, then you could say, well, yeah, listen, there's going to be a host of clubs to taking him. But no, I, I just... 
he's 36, is he 37? And yeah. so he's obviously, listen, he's been an unbelievable player, one of the best to ever play the game, but he's in decline, obviously. But not only is he in decline, what manager's going to touch him after he's just done an interview like that, but he's threw the manager under the bus, the CEO, the sporting director, the fucking cleaners, the gym equipment, the tech equipment, the fucking chef. <laughs> I mean, he only does, does a little bit of beans on toast and the chef's been thrown under the bus. <laughs> so who's going to touch him? Because if you, if you are a manager... And let's let's get it right. These top managers, you know, unless you're like the Klops and the Pep Guardiola's, I th- I'd say most below that. They're only three or four games away from being under severe pressure. Look yeah. at Graham Paul, uh, Potter now. There's talks about him getting the fucking sack. Hold that though. Next, We've got one of the topics. One of the topics is the sack race. So we'll we'll definitely come back to that. So, but you to Ronaldo. If a manager's under a bit of pressure, you are not touching him with a barge pole. Not, not for the, because the package is absolutely fucking astronomical. But what he brings now and what he's done, for me, I think he's going to be very lucky to get a club. Where, the issue you've go, got is clubs. His clubs will take him because of his commercial appeal. So a manager might not have a say in it in, in terms of a club taking him. Because if he's on, on a free... I think that's what happened to United then, Jim. Because he made no, a comment think, that yeah. people didn't want him last year. I think he, I think he, I think it's 50-50. Like, you know, you've got a choice. Let's bring Ronaldo back. We're going to make all our money back regardless of what we pay him. You're going to make your money back in shirt sales and whatnot and endorsements. And um, if he fits into the team, great. But I don't think anyone anticipated it turning this sour. Um as it has, and and Ten Hogs are the one who's been left holding the baby, um, so he's got to now get rid of him. But I think he turns up somewhere. I think he'll. I think if they agree to cancel, where though? Where's that somewhere? Because I'm, I'm Chelsea's shouting out to me, lad. I think Chelsea's shooting no to take a punt. No way, you can't. I think that Todd Bowley is. It's not. It's not a football decision. I think he'll do it on a commercial decision. Um, but if not, I think he might go back to Juventus and, and take a pay cut, but just do it to... Or the only other thing I can think of is he goes to America just to try and... But then, because I'm, I'm similar to you, Jim, I thought, yeah, maybe the, the American thing, or like, would he would he completely uh, ruin Eddie credibility and go and play in Saudi no. Arabia or something for 10 million a game or something? But the yeah. thing I think that still drives him, to his credit, is he's a machine that wants numbers. He wants Champions League football and he wants to score goals at the highest level. So does that mean he's, he's, he's ultimately got to go for a Champions League club? Not sure. I mean, I I liken this to Zlatan and Zlatan's no fucking shrinking violet, is he? He's a bit of a bellend and he's, you know, he's called out Pep m- numerous times and all this sort of stuff. I was all right he's... with that, by the way. <laughs> but he's still he's still getting a game at well he's not playing at Milan and uh, it looks like he's he's on his way out but he's kind of killing his star a little bit. I read an article where people th- saying that because he's fell out with a few few of the AC Milan players and stuff like that. So you know he's still he's getting games. Yeah, but yeah, he fell out with a new lad that uh, Chalah. I don't know how to say his name. Oh, you know, the Turkish guy, oh, Chalahanlu. Yeah, this makes a change. Change the name to Chalahanlu. <laughs> <laughs> however you say his name, they, they fell out together and are like so. It was it. You know, it wasn't. It, it, he's not doing himself any favors, but he's still he's still getting picked up. You know, he, he went to LA Galaxy, in his last time came back to AC Milan, won the won Serie A. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all plays out. And I think, you know, when you, you're looking there at sort of monumental signings and, and you're thinking there, Jimmy, talking about, you know, potentially ruining reputations and the likes, 
must be a tough situation for Man United fans now because they've they've adored this fella. They've welcomed him back with open arms. And it's just for me, it's just sad to see a player of this stature undo a lot of the great work that he's and the memories that he's made. Look, I don't give a bollocks ultimately because I'm a Liverpool fan, but as a football fan, I think it's just all it's just an unnecessary situation that they all could and, and probably should have avoided. Um I want to start off with uh, well, actually, I'm going to leave that till, till the end because we're going to talk England in a little bit, right? And so Tang touched on it there. The sack race, uh, and you mentioned Graham Potter. And for me, it's interesting. We're at this stage of the season, and based on results so far this season, I think there is potentially three managers in the sack race at the moment. And Tank, I'll come to you first. You mentioned Graham Potter there uh, at Chelsea. I would say Frank Lampard at Everton and David Moyes at West Ham. Um, and I want to start with you on Graham Potter because you brought him up before. I'm looking at this as an outsider coming in. I always think as a new manager, you don't want to change too much too soon. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to make too too many radical changes. Get your senior pros on side and then start to make subtle tweaks. It seems like Graham Potter's done a lot of tinkering. It's not probably gone down well. I know he likes to play a lot of different in-game formations and maybe the transition from what they used to be like to what he wants them to be like has not been as smooth and plain sailing as he'd expected. It's been a strange settling in period for him because I'm a massive fan of Graham Potter. We spoke at length about potentially, you know, the thoughts of him coming to Liverpool maybe if Klopp had left, but they just haven't really sparked into life under, under him so far. I don't think you look at what I think Chelsea's transfer window in the summer was shit. I think it's coming to fruition. The lad from Brighton, the left back. Now I know he had and his numbers and all of that, but he had one good season at Brighton, and to go and pay sixty million for him is just totally fucking bizarre. I just think it's a very, very strange, strange signing. Kubali was another one for me where. Everyone goes on about how good he was, but no one actually ever wanted him, did they? No one actually pushed the boat out to go and sign him. And I've read a few things about uh, what Benitez said about him, the reason why no one top club signed him, because he's got at least two ricks in him per game. Mm. So, you, you know, that's another big money signing. And then was Sterling, like I thought Sterling, to be honest, was a great signing. But, was, but it's looking like Pep kind of done a bit of a masterstroke because it looks like he's kind of on the, the decline the a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and it's kind of like he's, he's come in and he's tried to fit these players in to a system where, you know, Sterling's not a wing-back, is he, as long as he's got a hole in his ass. Yeah. And to play him there, it's kind of like... If you don't want to play Stale and just don't play him, just don't try and fit him into somewhere where he's it's like totally alien to him. But again, you know, as, a, as a senior pro as well, Tank, you know, if you're if he's asking and Sterling will has and, and will do the job, but he came out, I think, in an interview and said, Well, it's look, it's not my favorite position, you know what I mean? And, he, and that's why he fell out of Liverpool, wasn't it? Because they were playing in wing back, yeah. So, this is this is this is the thing, I think, when he will probably think Raheem Sterling, look. I've done enough in my career now to know where my best position is. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're trying to turn me into, into a wing back. It just seems like, I don't want to say unrest, but I just think the golden rule, and you'll know better than me, having been in the dressing rooms, keep your senior pros on side. You've got a big money signer that's come in there. Don't start asking him to do something that he's not comfortable with and playing in a position that he hasn't played. I don't know. It just seems a little strange. Well, it is. I mean, look what the senior pros done at United. Mm. Look what Ronaldo's done. He's fucked. They, they can, they can, they can kill a manager. They can send you under, and that—that's the problem. What you've got, you—you you do have to get them on side. But if you're not, if you know, 
there's, there's got to be like a happy medium in it because Ronaldo's fucking finished United and just destroyed everyone. And I just, I don't know, there's just something, there's something not right with Chelsea there. And I really like him as a manager. I think he's absolutely exceptional. I was, we said on his podcast, well, I said I was gutted that he went to Chelsea because I would have loved him to spend another year or two years at Brighton and possibly take over from Klopp. But when, when these are this American owners already proven, any that he won't take no shit. I mean, he'll just fucking make changes. I was going to say, Jim, is he at risk of getting a bullet or is it just far too soon? I'd like to think not, given that uh, he's not long been in the post. But as Tank said, uh, I think this top bowler could be a bit, could be a bit erratic. Yeah. Now, the issue I've got in that, um, there's two things. One is that, you know, look at his Brighton side and they're still flying, aren't they? And that's his side still because the new gaffer's come in and not changed anything. And they've still got the same players, and they're and they're doing really well, playing the same sort of system. Um, so you know he's got that going for him, and he's coming to a team he had no input in terms of signings and who he wants, and he's got to get them to mould in. And that's going to take time. Say with Conte at Tottenham, that's got that you know it took him a bit of time to to get his stamp on it. Now the biggest thing, time, though, Jim, this is my thing. Like on the flip side. At the, at the weekend, you know, a big game away to Newcastle, flying. And he drops Cucurella, who'd been playing as a centre-back and not a wing-back, and puts in the young lad from the academy. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, is that... I don't think Cucurella's been playing that many games where they've gone, oh, we need to rest him. I don't know if he was... I don't know if he had that... Well, he, I don't think he's in... Is he in the Spain squad? I don't think he is. So it's not like he's got the sterling migraine and everyone else mysterious illness before the World Cup. But, uh, you know, to, to start the young lad and, and kick Corella in the balls like that, I, I, I'd be fuming. So, you know, is he trying to do Steven Gerrard and change things and put his stamp on? I, I don't know. He's, he's on what you've got when you're at a big club is you're always, no matter where, you're always on thin ice with anything you do. Um, and that's the balance, and that's where a lot of managers struggle to go in from a Everton, Brighton to a Chelsea, Man United. Not many managers have gone and taken them big clubs on. Yeah, the the the, the extra weight of the expectation weighs heavy on on a lot of the managers' shoulders. Talking elite of- players as well, aren't they? Elite, they, you know. I'm not saying black, you know, Brighton players aren't elite, but you know, just levels and who'd you call elite in that Chelsea squad? Jimmy? I'm not saying elite. Oh, I'm no, saying I'm not, I'm not from a reputation saying, point of view, like the players at Brighton will be well molded into what he wants to do, and they're not the type of players to go. I'm not doing that because I'm I'm I'm. X, Raheem Sterling. Where yeah. if you go to Raheem Sterling, Pulisic's struggling. He doesn't want to be there. You know, Cucurella, Koulibaly, you'll go, right, I need you to do this. And they go, nah. You know, seemingly, they're just going because of of what they feel their reputation is. So that's the difference from going from a small club to a, to a, a, a Champions League club. Frank Lampard, Tank, you've been very, uh, you've been very uh, outspoken on your on your views on Frank, and and I've got a foot, I suppose, in both camps as of you, Jimmy, because obviously you're you're married to a blue, but um, it the blue side of my family always would say like they'd say to me like he just gets us 
Frank gets us. He, he's you know he, yeah. he gets the blues, and and that's this line that I keep, he, keep hearing it being uh, met, like peddled out whenever they talk about him. And I I was quite complimentary to start the season because I actually thought he'd made them look more solid. Uh, I, I thought Tarkovsky and Cody were good signings, um, and and looked at they looked at a much more solid outfit. And I'm always a big believer that you know if you want to build a house, you got to build it on strong foundations. And it seemed like he was starting to build in a more solid core, but they seem to be going backwards. He, I've they said don't that from day one, Jamie. I've called it on this podcast. I think they're getting relegated. This this sad. Did you see the stat the other week? This, this stage of the season, Rafa Benitez had 18 points and he had uh, 1.2 million. That was his transfer budget. He's got 14 points and he's had a transfer budget this season of 120 million. He's an absolute bluffer. He's an absolute bluffer. And if they don't sack him before the, the, the World Cup's over, they're going to get relegated. They're going to get relegated. Connor Cody could not get in the Wolves' side. Couldn't get in it. He was surplus to requirements and they signed him. Tarkowski is what he is, what he says in the team, but he, got, he come from a side who's fought relegation every season and got relegated and got peppered with goals last season. And that, that's your centre of pain. And it's just simply, you know, they get away with it for a few games and they might make blocks and challenges. Um, we've had this in our WhatsApp group. I still think they've got a shit keeper in goal with no arms. I don't think he's good enough. So when, <laughs> you get, when you've got them three there, for me, you've got major, major problems. And I don't get all of this bollocks that Frank gets us. He doesn't get you. He's a fucking... Tory from London, how does he get the the scouts? He's not not unlike Everton fans, not unlike them at all. They're in massive trouble. You know what's funny? You say that you know we're talking about the, the the sack race, and you know Frank obviously managing Everton. I, I think there's an opportunity there for Everton. If you said to me now, and again outside of looking in, you got Sean Dice sat there, right, out of a job. No one's taking Dyche on. Why? Though, I, I find it mad, especially thank you. Know you I mean? I'm sure he's interviewed for the jobs, but no one seems to be taking well, he him. He didn't on. need to interview for the Everton job because I think he was. What was he on? I seen talk him on sport. something. Talk the talk sport. Sport. and yeah, he basically was it. like, he basically said, "Well, I was never phoned, but wink, wink, it yeah. flash me knickers, give us a bell, Everton." Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, lads. I mean, tonk, thank you, Tonk. I think I just called you Tonk. Honky Tonk, um, man. Honky Tonk. Uh, you spoke at length about the. I suppose the narrative to the outside world around Sean Dyche and how it's the exact opposite in terms of how he's very analytical, you know, his, his attention Incredible. to detail. Um, and I, and I, if you look at this now from a purely footballing perspective, Everton fans, let us know uh, once you once you listen to this if, if you think this is right. Second half of the season now, who gets Everton more points, Frank Lampard or, or Sean Dyche? Sean Dyche all day long. Yeah. I disagree with Tank, and I disagree with Dice, and I, and I think Lampard's oh, killed his reputation. How can you disagree with me? No, no, no. <laughs> in, 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 it's just, in, it's just by default that Tank. No, 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 Give me a <laughs> second. Everton up until this weekend had one of the best defences in the Premier League. Their issue is they can't score. They can't score goals. So if you can't score goals, you're never going to win games. So they, they've lost 3-0 at the weekend, and it's put them their, their goals against column Stop. to 17 when it was 14 before they had one of the best so Cody Tarkovsky Patterson and Mikalenko of all and Pickford I've played I think I've been and ask any Everton fan as I say I, I sit with my father-in-law regularly and, and talk around it and he's really impressed with what they've done for the club now, what he's not impressed with is that they can't score you, goals. As a, as a son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> what could have been. Um, 
But no, he he. We can't, Everton can't score goals. So if you can't score goals, you never you're never going to win games. So he had his 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 stock was high with Everton fans. I'd be very surprised it is after this week because he they've gone to Bournemouth in the Carabao Cup or whatever it's called these days. Put out a shit team when he could have put a strong team out and got battered. Th- thought he was saving himself for the Premier League. Gone out there at the weekend and got absolutely battered again. So I think he's back to he's 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 struggling now. Is that fair, Tank? No, I just don't. I don't think that. It, what what are Everton? Because the, you know, um, I've got plenty of mates and all of that, but they hounded Sam Allardyce out of the club like he was the 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 devil's child, and they've never had it so good under Allardyce. They were scoring goals, they were difficult to beat, and they were fighting for European slots under Sam Allardyce. But it wasn't good enough. It, it's it's never enough for them, and they hounded them out. Sam Allardyce will go in there and do a 10 times better job than Frank Lampard right now with that squad. Sean Dyche will go in there and transform them, and he'd finish mid-table without a shadow of a doubt, with a little bit of backing in the transfer market and his organisation skills. I don't think Frank Lampard's a coach. I'll be brutally honest with you. And... When he done well at Chelsea, he had uh, Jody. Oh, what's it? it was Jody Morris. Jody Morris, who was meant to be an exceptional coach with his detail and his on, on on the grass, and he's lost him. And I think it's now that's come to fruition. It's a similar thing to Gerard when Gerard was at Villa. He lost the lad who's at QPR, Michael, Michael Beams, Beale. an outstanding coach. And when you lose someone that good on who's on the grass and putting what your thoughts are into practice, it's a very difficult thing to turn around. I just think he's a bit of a bluffer as a manager and Everton are in massive trouble if they don't get shut. How does it play out? I think Moyes gets a sack first. Do you? Yeah, I do. That's, that's, been a, that's been a strange drop-off because yeah. they were, they were good and last season. The... They've got big players. Big, they've, signed people. they've signed people. They've signed people. And that's what I think will go against him is the money he's spent because... Obviously, when they brought him back, they were struggling. He's coming and the stock's gone. And I think... And then they're giving money to spend to go on and push because you know they were doing well in the Europa League and and whatnot and it's seemingly gone backwards. I think they've got to lose Rice and it well from Rice's perspective he has to go this summer if he wants to do anything within uh, you know he's got to go. He How old goes. Are you I'm not quite sure, mate. To be honest, I'd say mid sort of mid twenties, twenty three, twenty four, maybe. Um. And then you know we, that that's going to make the situation worse. Um, so I think Moyes goes before anyone else. How old? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. By the way, just as, as if I was Liverpool, I would be all over Declan. If Rice. I was any Premier League club in the top six, I'd be all over Declan Rice. I think he goes to Chelsea because of his connection with Mason Mount. But <laughs> oh, don't why don't fucking. <laughs> What? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Christ. Lazy. laughs> don't don't but, encourage him. <laughs> Our faces, as soon as you said Mason Mount, we all went, oh. I know, I know. But that's where I think he goes to. So, I, you know, but if I'm United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, I'm trying to sign Declan Rice. Oh, Arsenal, are they the uh, the team that's gone five points clear at the top of I predicted to win the league last week? Yes, Jamie, next. <laughs> Are you you're still sticking by that prediction, yeah? Fucking right, I am. Yeah, no, I think they're strengthening the summer. And have you seen some of the snippets coming out of Man City today that he's flying over to um, 
the Middle East to have talks about possibly not extending his term. There's little little oh. inductions going on at Man City, boys. Let me tell you, because it's funny. You look at look like City are brilliant. Don't don't get me wrong, but I've always had this theory in my head. Now it takes an incre- incredibly brave football team to do this, and it's got it depends what type of football team you want to be. Are you prepared to ship a goal in the in the risk of getting one or two? If you go at City, if you have a go at them. Uh, there's 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 goals there, but there's only a select few teams that will, will try to try to do it. And I thought Brentford did it, it was a tactical masterclass. And this is my perfect segue here because I'm always planning, lads. Ivan Tony scores two goals. Manford a big moment. Wasn't selected in the England squad, which which I found strange personally. Um, I think with a 26 man squad, you could you could. I don't know why it had to be. Callum Wilson or Ivan Tony. I don't know why it couldn't be Callum Wilson and Ivan Tony. I, just, I don't know again. how Rashford's got in. Honestly, don't know. I mean, don't get me. I know you guys love him. I just don't know how he's got in above Ivan Tony. Or I, well, I do I, know why I, he's yeah, got I in. But... I agree with you. Don't know. He's had a good. He's had a good six or seven games, Rashford. But I don't even think he brings Callum. Oh, sorry, I Jay. Think... <laughs> no, it's all right. I was. I was... I love it when we get passionate, but then we all try and say the points at the same, <laughs> same time. Thing, the same <laughs> uh, no, I think with the Rashford one, it's more, it's profile and what variety. I, I think he gives us more directness. Now, I know we've got pacey pace. players. It's pace, that's all, it's, he, that's all he It brings. is, yeah, it is. Um, but generally speaking, lads, looking you know, looking at the, the England squad, uh, Tank, what was your, your reaction to, to the squad first and foremost? Any kind of big surprises when you're seeing it come out? And, and actually, we'll start that by, how's the World Cup fever? Are you excited for the big event that's a week away? Because oh, England bore the shit out of me. It's like, <laughs> I'm excited to watch the likes of Brazil and, you know, teams like that and some of the African teams in it, you know, because I think they just go out and play football. Like it's just the yeah. best time of their lives and it's just enjoyment. And then you, you'll have Gareth Southgate who play like three holding midfielders against Iran and <laughs> one centre forward. And that's, that's what Gareth Southgate has made, made me feel about watching England in the World Cup. I've got no interest in England in the World Cup, but I'm looking forward to watching like the South Americans and the African teams and team like France and that. So Sad, but that's just how I feel. England, the shit they bore me. What about you, Jimmy? Excited? I am actually, mate. Yeah, I must nice, admit. Nice for you because you've never told us who you support, but you can actually England. support England. England. There you go, England <laughs> family. England, big England fan. Followed them from day one. Um, yeah, I'm excited, mate. Only, I mean, there's two reasons. One, I'm at home all day anyway, so I can watch the footy all day. So it's like I can watch four games. <laughs> it's my son's first World Cup, and he, you know, he yeah, doesn't need good. to know the the. Well, it's not his first World Cup, but it's his first one that he'll probably remember. You've got um, the cutouts cut and all that for the... We haven't, uh, we need to get one. I'm ordering one today off Amazon, our, our little world wall chart, and we can fill it in each day. So, you know, he's not bothered about bloody Qatar's um, human rights records and stuff like that. So <laughs> why would he's eight years old? He doesn't need to know. So that's they're the reasons why I'm excited. Obviously, it's shit that it's in Qatar. I can't do anything about that now. So, you know, I I love watching the World Cup, regardless of whether it's in summer, winter, wherever. Um, I would prefer it not to be in guitar, and I prefer it to be in the summer, of course, but I'm still excited. Good lad. Um, Tank, what did you make of the squad? I just, the one that really surprised me was Conor Gallagher. I just, you know, I, I don't really see what he's done to get in a World Cup squad, if I'm being brutally honest with you. I'm like, 
I know, I know he's not a bad player, and Jimmy made a good point about him. I think it was last week, was it Jimmy, or was that in our WhatsApp group? Where what you know he does, he does press high and he's got energy, but so to get in the World Cup squad now, you've just got to press high and have energy. I just think it. I'm not too sure why we've took him to be honest with you, and I'm shocked at the amount of players who are out of form or injured, and he selected them. It's like. It's just strange for me. Maguire, bizarre one, totally bizarre one. But he, he he's just a strange guy. He, he's got he, he picks no one on current form, does he? I think this has been my issue, Jim, is that when you're looking at it, he's come out in the past, and I, I put out newspaper articles and, and on the on the Twitter accounts where it was, I'm only going to focus on players that are in form, mm. and it, I just it's the lack of consistency because you. You, Calvin Phillips hasn't played. Um, Harry Maguire. Phillips not in it though, is he? What is yeah. Phillips in it? Yeah, he's oh, in, is he? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, he's in. Yeah. Um, then you're looking at Harry Maguire. Not only has he not played when he has, he's been terrible and he's been out of form. And then I've seen, yeah, but he's done great for England. It's like, well, hold on. What's the what's the criteria? You're going yeah, back to you know, a long period of time to justify a selection. Now, what does that say to other centre backs? I get that there's always going to be like if Harry Kane was struggling for form, he's still getting picked. Like I get, yeah. I get it. There's certain players that will always get in, and, and that's just the way of the world. But Harry Maguire is not one of those. He's playing really bad. Like he's he's not playing well and hasn't for a sustained period of time. And I go as far as saying, if he plays at centre back, he will cost England. Never mind this talk about Trent. You'd think that Trent is playing games with his with a blindfold on the way that people are going. You've got me in a rant now. So <laughs> just just side side step here. Gary Neville talking about not trusting Trent in knockout games. He was talking about it again. He's going to cost us. He's going to cost us. We said it last week. Trent has been part of a Liverpool team that has won the elite knockout competition in world football, not been exposed and been 1v1 versus the best attackers in the world. So it's garbage. Why are they not saying this about Pickford, who threw the ball, threw the ball at a Bournemouth player at the weekend? Eric Dyer's made uh, made mistakes for, for Tottenham. There's never, ever the same push for individual England players that are making mistakes no. like like Trent. So, fuck you, Gary Neville. I just started, started to <laughs> well, annoy me. That's the United-Liverpool thing, isn't it? But from an England point of view, I really like that squad, apart from a bar a couple. Harry Maguire should be nowhere near the squad. You know, I don't, I, if I'm Tamori sitting at home, I'm thinking, what the fuck else yeah. do I need to do here? I really like the inclusion of Conor Gallagher. Only in that, like you say, I think if we're behind, you get Conor Gallagher on and he does that thing where you just run around like a headless chicken and he'll drag that's everyone awesome. along with him. Yeah, exactly. But that's what happens though, isn't it? And that's, you know, there's a reason why managers pick these players. There's a reason why um, Tite has picked Richarlison over Firmino because he brings something that he likes. Now, yeah, no, uh, no. From, no, but you know Neymar. Every, everyone else scores. So if he does what he needs to do in that squad, then he does Leg what it. he needs to do. So my point is, if if we're two one down against USA, you chuck Conor Gallagher on. He's going to be running around. He's going to get the ball back, and what that does, it drags everyone along with them, um, and everyone else starts. It happened against Germany. We brought Saka on. We brought the wingers on the young lads and we started hounding the ball and then we scored two or three goals. Should be doing that from the start though. We shouldn't be. No, I know. I get that. I get that. But the team you pick, you expect to do that anyway, but we all know we've all played in games where things don't go your way and substitutes make the difference. Now, Conor Gallagher is never going to start for England. 
but what he does bring is that energy when you chuck someone on from you know 65 minutes, two one down, right? Go and hound them, get the ball, and then everyone else just gets dragged into it along with along the way. So I really like the inclusion. I feel sorry for Tony. I, I don't know what Moy could do. Like say, I don't even think he brings Callum Wilson off the bench. The plays he brings on is Rashford. He'll bring Rashford on. So I'm thinking like, what, what, what? I don't know what his plan is. Kane will stay on to the very end and Rashford will come on and greet and they'll bring the wingers on and, yeah. you know. But we've got Tony who's leading the line, scoring goals. I think Tony could get ahead of Kane at the moment. Tony yeah, plays he's... as how I want a centre-forward to play. Two goals at the weekend. Header in the six-yard box, tapping from the six-yard box. Get the two wingers, Foden, Grealish, Saka, Sterling, putting balls in and he'll score goals. That's how I want England to play. And you know the other thing as well about Tony? He's a fucking absolute wizard from the penalty spots. And what oh, are we mate. gonna be doing? What are we gonna be doing over there? We're gonna be taking penalties. I mean, to or be fair to Kane, he's pretty good at pens yeah, as well. Fair. But Tony <laughs> is this is this this is why I think Conor Gallagher's inclusion is bizarre because you've got one of the best penalty takers and free kick takers who's not gone and bought Prouse. Oh my god, see that ball at the weekend. Oh yeah, it's undefendable, like. Mate. That's what I mean. So how's he? Well, I how think from his point of view, Southgate's thinking Trippy can do that. Mm. Well, Ward Prowse that, hasn't right? got the legs. War Prowse hasn't got the legs, and Trent, by the way, Trent can do that. So all you'd be doing is picking War Prowse to take free kicks, and whereas Gallagher's got that young legs, he's got the energy to go and do that like mad stuff for like twenty minutes. I don't think he so, plays a minute in the tournament. Who Gallagher? Yep. Don't think he I plays a minute in the sword. tournament. You, so, first game we're losing, I guarantee he comes on a sub. Oh, it's a big claim, Might right? Be. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, hear our starting elevens for the first game. Um, so, oh, and by the way, just so everyone knows, I'm supporting Uruguay because I cannot wait to see Luis Suarez and Darwin Nunes up front. Like that is you just don't play mad. together, do they? I, th- I don't I, think they play. I seen something there the other day. They reckon the two of them are going to start up front for Uruguay, and I'm like, right, that's it. I'm getting Chaos. a Uruguay shirt. Absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. Pair of absolute head the balls. Right. Uh, who wants to? Who's feeling brave? Who wants to go first with their starting eleven for the first game versus Iran? Are you ready, Jim? Are you feeling it? Yeah, I've gone. I'm not going off for this. No, no, no. This is on. This is this is a Gareth Southgate card again. This lad. It's like his waistcoat. So I've gone four, two, three, one. I know he won't play that, and he'll play three centre backs and about eight older midfielders. But this is what I've gone for. Yeah. So this is this is your team. This is all my know team. What he'll I'm Gaffer yeah. first game. I've gone Pickford in goal. There's your problem straight away. <laughs> now I was I've been umming and ahhing at right back. I've, I've Look, he's I've wrote, just get just your team on. Say the team. Say I wrote three <laughs> names down. So I've gone Trippier. Well, you can't have three right no, 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 I've wrote three. I wrote three different people down there, and then so which one did you pick? Like. Trippier. Okay, right. Ben oh, White. Yeah. Stones. Shaw. Yeah. Jude and Declan. Yeah. We're, we're mates, you see. So first I can call name them terms. First right, names, the boys, yeah. yeah. Gone Saka on the right. Foden on the left. Madison down the middle. Oof, Jimmy's fucking going all out balls to the wall. And I've got Kane at, up top, obviously. Oof, surprise, but that's actually not too... Like, I'm all right with that team, Jimmy. Mate, that's a good Pickford. team. James Madison gets that team playing with Foden coming in and dropping out. Oh, mate, that is one mad team that you fucking wouldn't know where anyone's going. Saka that, just fucking all over the place. 
that's spoken like a true f- attacking flair. Yeah, mate. I want work. I want the wingers interchanging. I want them switching over. I want them dropping in. I want them getting wide. I want Kane to stay up fucking front. Don't move out the box, you knobhead. And we're all I'm, good. We're I'm, winning in, the I'm, World in, Cup, I'm impressed, Jim. There were, and, and you know it's good because you don't didn't get many too many protests from Tank. Tank was like, oh, I what what off after he picked three fullbacks, yeah. three right backs. <laughs> got Trippier, Trent, and White. <laughs> I haven't gone Trent, you knob. All right, go on, Tank. Who's yours? This is on form and have all of fit. Okay. okay. So okay. because no, I, well, well, you can't go that because I would have picked Walker if you I would have picked Walker. Well, there you go. So I'm just going with the squad, and you know, if you're in the squad, you fit, so you fucking shouldn't be there. So the team that I've gone is I'm picking. Well, that would change form. mine. That would change mine, though. Well, okay, that's up to you. Leave it. <laughs> Here's what? my team. Now I picked the goalkeeper because he's got arms. <laughs> so I picked Pope. Oh my right. god, he's fucking letting go. I've got three in. at the back. I've gone Walker, Stones, White. Trent right wing back, Trippier left wing back, Rice and Phillips holding with Bellingham, Madison behind Kane. So, a couple of things there, Tank. Tr- so, we Trippier on the left. Trippier, we ain't scoring in that. We've got no, it's too, too narrow. Trippier's cutting inside every cutting fucking in, time. Cutting in, and, and Phillips hasn't played. and You've well, gone against your own thing here. I mean. This is why I picked. These are all fit in my head. If you're going to you've got to be fit. So I've got Rice and Phillips holding. I've got Bellingham doing fucking bombing on for fun. Madison <laughs> creating carnage. You've got Trippier and Trent, who were two of the best crosses in the box. They'll How be fine over scoring? who's taking the free kicks. That's all right, as long as they fucking score. Don't matter. <laughs> yeah, and I've got, for- I've got the fucking water boy as well. Conor Gallagher, he's put bringing the ball. <laughs> Six out of ten, that team, that's awful. Uh, I'm surprised that you put Phillips in there. Uh, give it, and like, uh, let me get, let me say this. I, I definitely have Walker. In fair, if Phillips, is, well, I wouldn't. If Phillips, but if Phillips was, fit. was fit. I'd have him in and around. He'd be close. But he's oh, not I getting over Jude and Rice on the whole. No, I've got Jude in, Jude's in there. I've got Jude. No, I know. In, I know. I'm three, right, Phillips, which for me that frees up Bellingham to go and do what he does. Yeah, see, I different slants from me. So let's if Walker was fit, Walker would be would be playing uh, yeah, right sided centre back. Uh, yeah. But in the absence of him, first game of the season, I actually went with a slightly different back three. Um, you gone back three as well against Iran. Well, that's what in an ideal world, I'd go four, but I just I don't trust our centre backs to be honest, mate. I, I don't know. I just I feel like it's an area. Oh, I think we're conceding we goals in my team, but we're scoring eighty five, so it don't matter. Yeah, see, so I went, uh, yeah, you, you've gone very attacking. Um, my back three was Trippier uh, on the on the right-hand side because I, I think he could easily transition and do that. He's a good leader. You've got him I think on. class for Newcastle, mate. Mate, he's been, he's been superb, but I think he could do that really well. And because I'm going to play Trent at right wing back, he would cover the space on the right-hand side and just allow Trent to go further forward. If you've got Kane up front, you have to have Trent. If you're going to play a back three, play Trent. Now that Walker, um, what's his name? Uh, your man from Chelsea, the lad, the, the, Reese James. Now he's not there. Play Trent right wing back and try and get him offensively up the pitch. So I've gone Trippier, Stones and White as my three. It would be Walker in place of Trippier if uh, if he was fit. Shaw left. I know what you mean, Tank, about putting in Trippier, but I just that I, I've seen it happen so many times, you know, 
he's gonna he's gonna come inside. It's gonna make us narrow. It just I don't know. Um, so it, unfortunately, I'd go Luke Shaw, even though I'm not a massive fan. Um, on, I don't think you need two holders when you're playing a back three. So I've just I've got Rice sitting, and then I've got uh, Saka, Bellingham, and Foden as the as the three, and then Kane uh, Kane up top and. I just I don't ever see if you've got those three centre backs that don't move and rice in front of them, you're never going to need more people back than that. So let your full uh, your wing backs play high and just have Saka, Bellingham, and Foden rotating behind Kane. I think it's a that's great three. That I'll give you that. that. Madison's it? coming knocking on your door, lad. But you know what, Madison and I, I heard this term the other day. It's probably been used, and I just have never paid attention to it, but. Rather than a substitute, we use it with the uh, with, with the team we coach the under the under ten a finisher under elevens, uh, a finisher. I think Madison would be a great finisher. So coming on, picking up the pockets once the game's opened up a little bit. I just I feel like Foden, Saka, and Bellingham as a three that are rotating Bellingham further forward. I don't want him sat next to Rice, babysitting Rice. Oh. Bellingham, you don't, you don't need to. If I'm playing a four, so you got Rice sitting in front of that four. Got Shaw and Trippy can bomb on, which ultimately Rice drops him to defenders, make it a three. You've got Jude and Madison able to interchange who's going forward. They both can go if they want. Obviously, Shaw and Trippy, one can hold if the other one's going. Saka Foden causing mayhem and Kane just fucking knocking balls in for fun. So, Tank, what team does Southgate pick? So, we've mm. done ours. We've all got an offensive, uh, you know, we've gone way more offensive than he, but what do you actually think he'll start with? I think the team we'll start with will be Maguire, Stones, White as a back three. Pickford will be in goal. He will have... Oh, I didn't uh, say my keeper. Oh, no. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Ramsdale. I'd go Ramsdale. Yeah, fair point. Well, yeah, I think he'll go Shaw left wing back. I think he'll go Trippier right wing back. Um, He'll have Rice and Bellingham. Um, I don't know whether he'll try and get Henderson in there until I think, fit. Yeah. I think no. he will. I don't think he should, Jimmy, but I think he will. No, he won't, he I think yeah. he will have Foden off Kane. And do you know, okay. none of us have mentioned, by the way, and for me, he's still football's biggest fraud. And we've not even mentioned about bringing him on a sub. We've gone Gallagher ahead and Grealish. Yeah. Nah, Grealish comes on a sub for me, but I think Foden and Sturridge. Uh, I mean, no one's even put him anywhere near yeah, for the hundred. I, I he was close. I, I think he's so Matt, he starts the next game for me. If I put this team out on Foden and Saka have ran themselves since the game, I think he starts the next game. But I think he can come. He's like, I think he's almost looking to be in the squad. Nah, he's. he's I think he's, he's looking to be in the squad. He's offered an absolutely nothing this season for Man City. Do you, know what he, do you know what he brings? And I, I, it's, it's funny saying this because I always I loved watching him for Villa because he played with Freedom. He was so I think he's creative. different for England. It, he does. So what I love about Jack Grealish, and whilst I, and when I say this, I also know it doesn't necessarily marry up with how Pep wants people to play, but you can give Grealish the ball in any scenario with as many people around him and he'll keep the ball. Now, I know the, the next part of this is, well, for 100 million, you need more than that. And yeah, that's a totally fair point. But I also think he's worth his weight in gold in that you can trust him so much to recycle the ball, keep it. If, if you're 60 minutes and you need to keep the game tight for a little bit, or you just need someone to give you a little bit of relief, go give him the ball and he'll draw in two, three defenders. And then he does that little clever pop 
pop round the corner. And if you've got your runners like your Sackers or your Fodens running in behind, I think he, he can be worth his weight in gold. But it, it is, it's an interesting question, Tank, because what what justifies a hundred million price tag? Like we said, we say this about all players now. You know, Declan Rice is probably going to go for something somewhere in the region of a hundred million. You know, the price tags well, these days. Games, Donny Rice, Jamie. He affects games. I thought him when he was at Anfield. Him, it was kind when of when Thiago like, went off. He, he was very good. You you're like, yeah. wow. He just kind of like Henderson and Fabinho just couldn't get near him, and he was he was just like squatting them aside and going. And you kind of like, looking this is not what I'm about. By the now, way. now I get it. But I watch Grealish for Man City, and it's just like he gets the ball in good areas, he keeps the ball, and then he just goes back to his fullback or goes back to his holding midfield. And you're like, not even the price tag. It just you want to see more from him. It, you don't see anything from him. I mean, I said use that thing about the stats. He's got eight goals in like sixty games for Man City. It's not enough. Is that by is that by design though? Tank, as in, is Pep asking him to play like that, or do you? Because he he was he seemed way more he direct. He, he seems way more direct when he played for Villa than he's played for England. Well, you used to watch him for Villa. I mean, I I actually liked that. I liked the lad as a player. I used to think he was brilliant at Villa, and he played with a bit of arrogance and swagger. And he wouldn't be asked if he took someone on and he lost the ball, it'd be okay. Someone would win it back and give him it again. I watch him at Man City, and just like you could go and sign thirty players in the Premier League from anyone and they'll do exactly the same of what he's doing right now because he, it, which is the grand total of not a great deal Jim to finish up what's your predictions uh, for, for the World Cup as in A who do you think wins it how do you think England fair I think uh, I think an African team wins it you know go on give us a name Holland, sorry, <laughs> Wales, yeah. um, Senegal, maybe. I think, I think someone who's more attributed to the heat and the climate will win, will win the World Cup. So, a South Good America, point. maybe. I think, uh, no, part, I think do well. Yeah. I think England will do all right. It, 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 if they win the group and they it's it, they've got to face Germany and France, haven't they? If they go that route, so. We haven't got any redheads, have we? Have we got any redheads? Pickford looks like he's got no, a bit of redhead. Pickford, yeah, Pickford's he's fair skinned, isn't he? But you two lads have got a bit of redhead, and you definitely. I have. have yeah, Tank, no, you've got a bit of redhead, didn't you? I have, lad. Fucking Jamie, look, it's as black as the fucking. I know, but you can you can see it in your beard. Die that, lad. Look at your beard, lad. Nah, it's a fucking hell. If I was going to die that, I'd die this white bastard, wouldn't I? Look at it. <laughs> You do remember that we seen po- fo- like those early photos of you playing for Tramia Road. Like I've actually got a photo yeah, on my full, phone. Up. You are oh, very red, very red, nice. like there. I've I've heard that they photoshopped poor Skull's little ginger face on his ginger little willy when he's playing against Wimbledon <laughs> on your body, lad. That's what I heard. <laughs> and his little willy's poking out his shorts. <laughs> What's your prediction, Tank? England get knocked out of the uh, group stage. The group stage, they don't even qualify. Oof. I think USA beat us. That sounds. I think, like they'll, think they'll, it'll be a horror show for England. Then, yeah, I think we're going to have a horror. I genuinely think this is going to be a horror show. I've yeah, got a horrible it feeling. It's going to be a horror show for us. And who's and the I'm not, too, not too sure you can look past Brazil. You know. Brazil, for me, I was looking at their squad the other day. Their forward line <laughs> is just... I mean, they don't even need any defenders. Neymar, Rafinha, Richarlison. Um, who else? you got Vinicius Jr. It's just unbelievable. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, You've got to look at them, I think. And, and I think Argentina will have a goal as well. 
everyone's got to say like let, my son even said this uh, to me the other day because he's obviously he's, he's Irish uh, first and foremost but he's obviously keep it he wants England to do well more for my sake I think than than, than anything else but uh, he said to me the other day he's like dad uh, can I ask you something he's like, what's up mate he goes, can, is it alright if I support Argentina in the World Cup I just want Messi Messi to win the World Cup and yeah. there's got to be a lot of football fans that are, that are rooting for Messi surely Tank the world be won't it as you say I'd, I'd love him to win it you know he, des- he deserves it only just to fucking just finally put to bed that you know Ronaldo's not in the same league as him yeah right lads uh, with that uh, Jim anything coming up this week mate what are you up to off to Leicester tonight mate Leicester Academy oh. little cheeky under under nines game so yeah off you're going to change that top uh, no go like this lads fucking they love it everyone loves it what about you Tank much on um, no, going Great to watch Jack tomorrow. He's playing Celtic tomorrow. So oh, look at that! Nice. Game. At Burnley or at Burnley, in Scotland? Mate, yeah. It's at Burnley. Yeah. What's that like? Is that he's in Scotland, Jimmy? The left by now to charge the car. Well, charge, <laughs> yeah, you get the triple A's going, don't you? Oh, Spot I forgot to mention out your mower. Forgot, uh, forgot to mention that's quick one. Tank, uh, I'm a celebrity. You've been watching it. Yeah. What do you think? I'm finding it difficult to watch it with that cock on it. I'm being honest. I fucking despise him like more than anything in the world. I think Matt, he's the Matt biggest cock. Yeah. And I was I was devastated that wasn't a poisonous sc- uh, Scorpio what bit him the other day. Scorpio or Scorpio? Sco- what's it called? <laughs> what's it, what's Scorpio. Them? From now on, it's Scorpio, mate. Scorpio. It's Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. Scorpion. Someone born in July, a poisonous Scorpio. I don't, know, I don't know if that's what a Scorpios are. I, I'm not, I don't I know. It's never killed them because I can't stand them. What a way to finish. Right, uh, lads, pleasure as always. Um, oh, thank you to uh, Brian Burgess, uh, friend of the show, for sending in a video of Neymar doing the most unbelievable oh, first touch. Do you see that one, Tank? Yeah. No? Oh, send oh, it on to you. Jim, how good was it? Unbelievable. Like, yeah. literally, this the ball is in a helicopter or a plane and they drop it out the sky. Do you ever remember the one that Rooney did years Rooney ago? Rooney on the street striker. On the, the street class. striker. Yeah. Well, this is like that on steroids. It's like three times as high. And wait till you see, like, you know, we, we, we throw some shade at Neymar. But to be honest, what a touch that was. I anyway, bet no one uh, else does that. No, it's, it's class. Anyway, uh, right. What do I usually say at the end? I usually tell everybody to have a good week. Thank you for yeah, supporting. All, and... all that, all get that. People to stuff. retweet, lad. Everyone likes the fucking. We need it to get wide. Get them retweeting. That's it. Listen to Jim. Uh, if uh, if you listen to the podcast, make sure that you tell a friend about it. If you can subscribe on YouTube, like the videos, or retweet it, just help us spread the word. Um, as we said, the numbers numbers are looking good. They're going up all the time. But well, let's Jimmy spread that. it a little bit. That's all, all because like of Jimbo. Hey, Willie, he's little ginger <laughs> Willie going up this morning. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, make sure you enjoy the rest of your week. We will be back with you, of course, next week uh, on the Boot Room Podcast. All the best. Cheers, boys. Cheers.